I'm Helani Ellis, and this is the Exceptional Admins Podcast, where I invite admins, executives, and influencers to come together in an intimate setting. The world for administrative professionals doesn't just involve basic tasks. It includes an array of requests, challenges, and triumphs. During each episode, you'll be a witness to candid conversations and hear and join in on many, many laughs. And for those that know me, it wouldn't be complete without thought-provoking moments. The distinguished guests sharing time with us during each episode believe in the admin profession and have much to contribute to the greater good of executives, their admins, and organizations. Now, let's get to today's topic. But wait, before we get started, I definitely want to give a big thanks to our sponsor who's making this episode possible, Cloven Twine. And you know, for me, Helani, it's really important that I attach myself to products in which I've actually used, business owners in which I've actually met. And I'm really passionate about this brand considering it was founded by a guy who knew nothing about the space but it just fell on his lap. And Cloventwine, cloventwine.com, it's a unique company providing unique gifts for individuals to just do a better job with gift giving. Um, The brands in which that they work with are exceptional and you'll never be disappointed when it comes to picking that product, giving it to someone, having it be designed and specific. So check them out, Cloventwine. Well, and I'll flip the thing completely on its head. It's irresponsible not to take care of yourself. It's irresponsible not to bring your best energy to whatever you're engaged in that's important to you. Okay, so to totally set the stage for the time we're about to spend together, I'm going to let you know about this amazing man. And I'm not just saying that because he's sitting in front of me, but he really is. And, you know, when you have people cross paths with you and you just have synergy and a connection that's just like nothing else. And for us, we sort of call each other brother and sister from another mother. It's just really powerful. And I'm very intentional with the people I spend time with because time is so limiting. We're given so many minutes, seconds, and hours each day. How do we use it? Who do we use it with? And so our guest today runs an amazing company called On Purpose Now. His name is Mike Valentine. He's someone I've known for almost two years now. Several of my clients are his clients. He's an ambassador of exceptional admins and the purpose it has in the professional community for helping executives you know, buy back time and help them live on their purpose with the support of an administrative individual. And so I'm excited about this guy and I'm excited to introduce him to you so you can be excited about him as well, especially with what we're gonna be talking about. So Mike, thanks for joining. You're welcome. In the element of what you do that a lot of people could say, oh, anyone could do that, you've given yourself a very, I'll say, sexy label, Um, identity. You know, I love the specialized headhunter is my title versus recruiter. It teased me up to ask you, the first question is, you call yourself a life purpose guide. You know, what's the difference between that title and this very loosey-goosey title that's out there, oh, I'm your life coach. I could be your life coach. Right. Well, um, let's start with the folly of the idea of a life coach. Life can't be coached. Mm. So, <laughs> I love it already. So, it's so true. How, how are you going to coach life? Mm-hmm. You coach people, people. not life. Mm-hmm. And so I start with the premise that each person has a gift to give, a purpose to live, and a vision they would build of a better self and world. Mm. And until that's known, how can we know if we're succeeding? 
you might be having vacations or adding numbers in your bank account mm -hmm. or uh, adding to your portfolio in business, but what are you, are you really succeeding at what matters most? So as a life purpose guide, I liken it to maybe a trip to Oregon. I've been down the path a few thousand times mm -hmm. and I have an idea of what the path looks like. Mm -hmm. You can do it on your own, mm -hmm. but with a guide, you might be able to relax a little more, be assured of the outcome. So there is a coaching element, mm -hmm. but it's not primary. Taking people from point A, mm -hmm. a fear-based thought system, to point B, being able to actualize their purpose in any situation is my terrain, if you will. And when someone's on this journey to find their purpose, mm -hmm. it's fucking hard, right? It's not an easy journey and it's painful at times. You know, one of my close professional relationships is currently a client of yours. And this individual, I checked on him last week and my timing of connecting with him and asking him how he was doing was serendipitous to say he loved the introduction to you. Mm -hmm. It was a powerful session. But this individual who's a grown professional also knows that with challenges comes something learned. Mm -hmm. You're on the backside of something. And I tell candidates a lot in professional relationships and close friends, never get over something, get through something. Like guide yourself through it. Put yourself in a position to say, I get a little bit more about me today and I know a little bit how to be better today than mm -hmm. yesterday. Mm -hmm. And so I love that. And I think that guide is so key. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I don't know if you'll agree, but, and you, you can or disagree. I believe when you say the guide part, you make them accountable for the fact that they have to participate versus like, okay, you know, here, Halani, here's the box, open up the box, and these five things in this box will help you. Right. Whereas for you, you really get deep knowing the person much like we as administrative individuals connecting the dot here, we get to know our executive. We learn their pain points. We learn and anticipate, oh my gosh, if this individual does not get lunch by 1130, they're gonna be hangry and we have to deal with that, right? So it's the element of purpose, work, that adds value. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so I love that. You know, thinking about the people that I know that are clients that could use also your work that aren't clients, you know, who needs a life purpose guide? Mm -hmm. Nobody. Really? Nobody. Are we done with the episode then already? No, I'm kidding. We're done. <laughs> no, it's an honest answer. Um, I think in, in, I'm pioneering a body of work and in a profession as the life purpose guide, the, and the uniqueness is the capacity to say to another person, Spend a day with me and we'll discover it. Mm -hmm. um, but you know what? We're not discovering something outside of them. We're discovering something inside of them. So people know what's in them. Right. With a guide, mm -hmm. I can see things. I can point to things. I can suggest. But it's a, it's a bit like a fishing guide. I am pretty sure there's some fish in there, but I don't know what kind. Right. So... The guiding part is to fish and, and to, to, to help say, I, drop your, let's drop our hook there and see what we come up with. But it is honest that, that no one needs a life purpose guide. Um, it's inside of each person. And if they're curious enough, mm, I say this. I was just going to go there with the word curious and the fire. Yeah, that, that your purpose, if you're interested in it, 
will expose itself and reveal itself to you and show you how to actualize it. Mm. I'm honestly a, a catalyst. I bring the subject up so bring, and I press me, into the subject. Give but, me an example of someone who's heard about your work mm -hmm. and it's probably a client. They're at lunch with another executive or mm -hmm. close relationship and they're talking about the power of the time you had just spent. And then that next person's like, I'm intrigued, I'm curious. There's a fire in me that wants what you're experiencing. They come spend their first session with you, which I know for you is an all day thing. What key things are you looking for that you know as that guide and they as the unsure, we have a recipe for success and we can get to an end point. Yeah. Is there something that you pick up on? Some Ab part absolutely. of vulnerability? Yeah. No, it's a, it's a very um, uh, precise process. It hasn't always been, but after a few years of working on it. So the result of that day is on half a piece of paper, they have their fear-based thought system of the ego discerned, distinguished, and mapped. Here are your beliefs, here are your behaviors, and here are the associated emotional results. The ego's addicted to fear. So I show them their ego's addiction to fear, and particularly their brand. Alcoholics drink Jack Daniels or vodka. Each ego has its own brand of fear, maybe shame or resentment or rage or remorse or depression, mm -hmm. maybe all of those. Mm -hmm. But so we diagram on half a piece of paper. It's a pathway of endarkenment. Mm. So as I make the shadow darker and darker and darker. And that's painful for many. It's painful and it's a bit like puppy training. Yeah. Smell. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> Smell some more. Oh, you like right. poop in your pants? Uh, right. Right. But, but it gets to a point where they are so willing yeah. to really look at the other side of the equation, which is from their critical fear-based thought system of the ego to their creative self and to be able to help discover and define their gift, their purpose, and their vision. It is the question of why are you on the planet mm -hmm. breathing up good oxygen that some other human could be using? As I take a deep breath. Why yeah. do you exist? Yeah. And, and they're from there, why do you do what you do as an executive or as an assistant or as a parent? Or mm -hmm. So that's a super great segue to that rule. What we were just talking about before we started recording, like just the energy behind your fire. Where does your fire come from? Where does sort of, which was a big thing when I thought about recording this with you, self-sabotage becoming um you know lost in your own path and way you know and i think so many calls i have and that island right like no one gets what i do in the organization no one understands you know that i was up at 4 a.m dealing with the flight change issue because my executives in europe and they just see that you've showed up to work at 10 because you chose to go back to bed <laughs> right and it, and i i chuckle because i'm like they don't have a clue so there's a rule that you have and it's got it's broken into four parts Tell us that, please. So I use it generally with relationships on purpose, but it bleeds into everything. The number one rule of a relationship on purpose is I own what I own absolutely. I'm 100% responsible for my thoughts, feelings, energy, and action. Those four things. I'm responsible for my thoughts, yep. my feelings. Yes. I'm a big one on that. We'll yes. spend a little time right there. Okay. Energy. Yep. I'm responsible for my own energy, and I'm responsible for the actions I, I take. take. Yeah, yeah. I had a uh, 
a, a client recently, Helani, say, you know, I want to be sure that I'm working on controlling what I can control. And he named a number oh. of things. And I said, you only control three things. Mm-hmm. The rest, you have the illusion of control. Illusion, very good. And he said, what are they? I said, they're your thought, energy, and action. And I would be honest with you, even those are debatable. Mm-hmm. There are times I don't own my thought, energy, and action. Which for me, and I've talked about this in a few other episodes, I have adopted in the last seven to eight years a five-minute rule for myself. When I'm really fucking pissed about something or I'm really discouraged or finding myself go down the rabbit hole of discouragement and disappointment because I'm human, I give myself exactly five minutes and I turn on a clock and it starts counting or I set it, you know, an Alexa timer for five minutes. But I've now, years later, have decided the minute that that clock starts ticking, I don't have time to spend five minutes to be disappointed. Now, the caveat to that is I may have 10 five-minute sessions in any given day, but maybe it only equates to 10 one-minute sessions, right? Being in charge and in control and understanding the energy that comes from thinking negatively and where that puts us, and I laugh now, the energy I wasted years ago (laughs) on negativity and thinking that was the wrong fuel. Dr. David Hawkins, in his consciousness mapping and research, he spent his whole life on it, he says that the ego thought system launches in its entirety in uh, one ten-thousandth of a second. Say that again? The ego thought system launches in its entirety in one, one, one ten-thousandth of a second. That's mm. faster than Muhammad Ali. Okay. So the only way to catch it is in hindsight. So the practice that you're, that you're describing, I used to do often. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave myself 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't think the time really matters, mm-hmm. but the consciousness, right? Consciousness, I totally. I only have, like, like from the point that I realized that I'm off purpose, I gave myself 12 minutes to get back on purpose. Sure. And uh, the years of practice, that's still there as a backdrop. Like, yeah. okay, first I've got to discover that my thoughts, energy, and action are not from a place of purpose. Sure. Okay. What am I doing? I'm ranting about what, how the executive gave me direction. Sure. I'm, I'm, we all can that's relate to not that. Really, my purpose. Sure. I'm, um, I'm upset over the uh, the fact that I came in at ten o'clock and someone had a snide remark about me taking care of my own energy. Right. Is is it my purpose to be upset over someone else's snide remark? I can't see that it is right right so the catching it mm-hmm. and, and which is a lot of work it's a lot of work it's super easy to be negative and just bitch right it really is yeah and it takes extra energy but then what i say a lot to people and i say this to clients who struggle and who are founders turning ceos which are two different worlds totally yep. it's an episode topic for another day that it is an out-of-body experience when you're trying to change old habits, which I say old disciplines, disciplines that need to be moved from 100% of the state that they're into a fresh new 100% or break it down by 25%. I mean, here in Colorado, it's very cold in December. You could start with a jacket midday. I don't need a jacket anymore, right? right? So you meet the situation for what it needs. Right, right. So the energy, the action, you know, and I wanna sit on feeling for a minute, as I mentioned earlier. Mm I am a heavy feeler. I wear my heart on my sleeve. And I'd like to think that's a quality that I embrace and love, but it got me in trouble a lot, really leading with feeling, losing, as you say, the first point thought, like having a healthy 
logical thought that's maybe analytical, collecting data, you know, is that executive disappointed today because of something I did? And it's not about me, right? What else is going on? The iceberg theory of what's happening underneath the water and the surface that we can't see that's producing the shape of that iceberg. Um, feeling can get you in a lot of trouble. Well, what you just said leads us right to the rule number two. Mm-hmm. I disown what I don't own completely. I'm I disown not, I dis- what I don't own completely. completely. I am not responsible for the thoughts, feelings, energy, and action of another person. Mm. Now, I'm in, now that put, puts me back in my own file. That puts me in the sandbox that I have power in and gets yeah. me out of the one where I don't. You're right. Who knows what they're thinking and feeling? Mm-hmm. The only way I could be certain is to ask, mm-hmm. right? And that might clarify some things. It might help me see what happens, what impact I'm having. But the clarity and cleanliness of, and, you know, I'm, what, what percent of admins do you think are women? We will be 98%. You're allowed to say female. But holler female. out to my males. Yes. Female. Sure. A what large percent? percentage, 95%. 95%. And what percent male are the people they work for? Also very high. Let's say 80. Okay. Yeah. So So 20% female executives. Yes. Yeah, so so I, I think it's a tendency for females to want to help solve the feelings of males. Okay. Unknown. Understood. Unknown feelings, but yet want to make them feel good, want them to be happy, want mm. them to be... That's authentic. And, and this idea of I disown what I don't own, the feelings of other people, it would be really easy to get clinical and uppity about it. Ah, oh, those are your fucking feelings. Right. You need to handle your feelings. Right. right. You need to control your thoughts. Right. That's not the point, to get all clinical and, and righteous about it, but it's really to sort it out in a way that's clean. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it, what file does that go in? His. Yeah. His thoughts, feelings, energy, and action go in his file. Mine go in my file. Now we can share about them. We can explore them. We can see. Mm-hmm. But over and over and over again, and even in my own work with my own admin, mm-hmm. they're saying, I want you to, feel happy about the work we're doing. Mm, that word, I'm telling you. It almost pisses me off. Yeah. I start tally marking when I'm talking to people in my head. I tally mark how many yeah. times they said feel. And I immediately take a position of compassion and say, well, I know you've been saying a lot of feeling. I'd like to do a lot of thinking now. Right. Which is powerful. Yeah. And by the, the way, I don't feel happy. Right. I feel disappointed. Right. <laughs> I, I, feel, I, I felt disappointed when we started, and now I'm angry that you want to meddle in my feelings. Sure, sure. Yeah. We got to take that out of it. Right. Which then moves to the perfect next thing. Yes. Which of that is the energy. Right. The energy that comes from, and it is hard, and I'll speak for the admins. <laughs> knowing that not everyone will agree and that's okay. We spend a significant amount of time getting to know our executive, you know, being a proxy, representing them, getting a pulse, anticipating. Reading their mind. Reading their mind. I mean, I knew when I needed to provide lunch at a certain time versus a different time because I could not handle hangry. Right. Um, I also knew when it had been a while since that individual had been working out, right? We need that healthy release of, again, energy, which is what we're talking about. 
what are you guys doing to give yourself the reprieve? And then, of course, the chuckle out there is, I don't have the time. What would be your argument for not making the time to be intentional to work on yourself because you are your life, your life purpose is your guide? Yeah. Yeah. Let's start with a, 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 what I think is a societal myth and lie. It's irresponsible. It's selfish for me to take care of myself. <laughs> well, that's a whole episode for another day, but it's true. It's true. So, None of us have permission. I'm going to tell you right now from my mouth to your ears. Yes, you do. Even if it is for five <laughs> minutes to walk three flights of stairs down and three flights of stairs up, that was for you. You have that permission to do that. Well, and I'll flip the thing completely on its head. It's irresponsible not to take care of yourself. It's uh, irresponsible not to bring your best energy to whatever you're engaged in that's important to you. Mm-hmm. You get this moment. Mm-hmm. And your energy in this moment is it. That's right. So whatever it takes to bring your best energy to a situation, it's, it's on us each as an individual. Yeah. I'm responsible for my thoughts, feelings, energy, and action. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've realized now that I'm 129. Stop. I've realized that, um, in, in, I'm going to say in the, in, the, in the older days when I was in my 30s, you could book my calendar back to back from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Uh-huh. And I could make that work right. for about eight or 10 weeks and then I'd need a day or three to, to recoup and mm-hmm. then I could do it again for a while. At this point, it's every bit as important. You can put whatever you want in my calendar. If I don't have the energy for it, it ain't happening. Yeah. So that's so, where so, it's- so, so the shift from managing time which I have probably to some degree mastered, but from managing time to managing energy. And I talk about that with some of the admins I've placed when they're like, you know, we're in a period right now that's tough, Halani. What are you hearing from other admins? You know, what advice do you have? Because you're on the phone with so many admins every week. And I bring it back down to the basics. When there's a lack of energy, what's behind that? To his point and what Mike is saying, make it back to back, right? Do seven weeks of 7 a.m., like hell week for football, right? Do it. Go for it. Then you need the recovery. You are in such control and in the know on their calendar and what it is that they're doing that you should anticipate by two weeks of that. We're going to need to block some thinking time. We're going to need to block some workout time. We're going to need to block a lunch with his wife or certain things like that so that the energy is not depleted completely and then this whole phrase of burning out that doesn't happen but we want to get them recharged right so what do you do for yourself for the recharge and i would love to think that so many of you will listen to this and say i fucking owe it to myself today to do something for myself that's thoughtful that separates feeling that has an energy behind it that puts a fire in me and that i have an action to make all that go so yeah um when I think about, let, let me let me speak to one piece of what you just said. Please. Uh, so, on, on the on the side of working with executives to shift their life from fear to purpose, what you just said is one of the hardest things to get them to do. Hmm. They know they don't integrate. Mm-hmm. They know they're not. They're they're doing all this. You know. Uh, 
driving things, causing things, making things happen, and they don't take the time to rejuvenate, renourish, replenish their self. Um, and, and I'll say this both to the to admins or and or executives, whoever's listening. Sometimes we need permission. <laughs> we just need someone to say, do it. Take that time. Um, I was working with a, an, an executive who's ball stretches. You know, he's in the he's in the, the, the latter quarter of his career. Mm-hmm. He could sell and walk away. He can play around and make more money. He can uh, transform the business. That's an intersection for sure. Yeah, right? he can like, transform the go? business to the next level. He sure. can go from a software provider to a subscriber. Mm-hmm. He's got plenty of options. And we were sitting at a hotel a lobby down south here, and uh, I said, what are you doing for yourself in the next six weeks? <laughs> he said, nothing. Yeah. I said, what do you want to do? He said, I love the golf in Phoenix. Oh. I said, you got your, uh, your browser open there? He said, yeah. I said, will Let's you go ahead and book, book that trip? Yeah, book and, it. And he booked it. And, he, and, and he did said, the world fall apart during this trip? Did things not hardly. happen and not move? He no. said, I'm flying through Phoenix for yeah. a business trip. Yeah. I could just extend by three days in Three golf. days. That 365 days in a year, three days is nothing. So he did, but here's the fascinating thing. He did it. He sat right there and booked it. Okay, good. That was our whole meeting. He said, thank you. I said, you have my permission to enjoy that golf. Yeah. And uh, his eyes were misty. Mm-hmm. The next time we met, I'm going to say four or five weeks later, I said, did you golf? He said, on the second day, oh. I realized how much I love my wife. Oh, my God. And how much I enjoy our conversations. Yeah. I asked her to join me, and we rode around in the golf buggy. Oh, my God. For day two and day three. Day two and day three. And it's because he had the clarity, which is a great segue to what we were going to go towards the end. Right. The clarity. He had the freedom. And as you say, and I'm in love that you just said permission. I'm on calls and talking to people. I'm giving you the permission slip. I'm giving you the permission slip. I'm giving you the permission slip. I mean, for this podcast series, I have micro sessions, which are PS episodes, which are permission slip. And (laughs) it is true. No one's giving the permission slip. So, you know, one of my huge, like giddy components about doing this episode with Mike was all the things that you're hearing and the things that you're like having your aha moments connected to and like, holy shoot, now I got to add that to my to do. Absolutely. You have permission to spend the 60 to 90 seconds to write down, and again, as I say this too, and, and hopefully everyone hears this one, it's not big. It can be micro, and if you could see Mike's face, he's nodding in agreement. It could be micro moments to get you to that next level of purpose, that next level of fulfillment. I mean, we haven't said that word much, if even at all, during this sit-down, which then connects to fulfillment and the clarity. Well, and I would ask, you know, the audience right now as a take what are you going to do for yourself in the next six weeks? Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do to replenish, rejuvenate, rejuvenate and, and, and nourish yourself? What is it? And it could be, you're right, it could be simple. Get uh, a I've had two pedicures in my life. See, there you go. But a few weeks ago, I went and got my second one. <laughs> I don't know if there'll be a third, but. But you don't know. But see, just like that. But I just A $45 hour session for yourself and you know what's hard for you guys that that might be new for you is you feel guilt when you're sitting there having that alone time and then maybe it's the working moms that are like i should be at home instead no 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 
45 minutes of, you know, 24 hours is nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and give permission to do it without guilt. Yeah, right? Because that's a whole other permission episode. Permission to do it, and you have day. permission to do it without guilt. To do In it without fact, guilt. Your, your, um, your uh, prescription is to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. To enjoy it. Um, clarity is key. How does someone get to clarity? Do you have like, I'm not really a big fan of, oh, here's the canned answer for that, or here's the canned prescription. You know, we live in such a world of diagnose me. Tell me what my problem is. Oh, you're an alcoholic. Here's the solution. Start going to AA. Right. We, which I don't think that recovery or correction like that works today with the amount of options that we have available, the amount of resources we have available. And the part that gets people stuck is, well, that whole thing there doesn't fit me. It fits half of me. Thinking of the really bad genes that feel great, but then the waist is so big you have to wear a belt and it just doesn't feel right, right? Like, how <laughs> do you find that fit? Do you, do you have something that fires you up that's maybe a mantra that works for Mike that could be universal for someone listening today that's like, I'm going to try that? Maybe it's how you start your day, because I know you live on exceptional purpose <laughs> with a lot of intention, um, which is why I'm so drawn to what you do and which is why I think about clients a lot and how they could benefit from your work and guidance. Yeah. Do you have something? Yeah, and, and it, it, it's, it, it's, it's too simple for complicated minds, but um, <laughs> you'll see it right here on my coffee cup. Your coffee cup. And it's on my, my screensaver. It is. And I'll read it to everyone because you can't, and I'll describe it. It's a beautiful matte black coffee mug, small, six ounces, good cup of coffee, probably early morning watching the sunrise. It's got a little red heart on it, and in words it says, do you want to live on purpose now? Yeah. And that's a question you ask yourself today? Every day. Every day. Every day and yeah. at least 100 times. Yeah. It's so ingrained after 18 years of practice. Mm -hmm. There's actually two questions in there. Do you want to live? Because I see it's broken in, in yeah. two parts. Do you no want to live. live? And then on purpose now. On purpose now. You know, when I think about that, because that's powerful, by the way, yep. and his eyes are lit up and he's smiling big yep, if you yep, were here yep, and you yep, could yep. see because it really is his, his peace and his purpose. You know, when I think about as an administrative individual, what is our purpose? And it's so unbelievable. I had this conversation yesterday with an amazing woman. In this profession, we live very selfless, and we give of ourselves for the service and forward movement of another individual that because of that and the heavy level of people-pleasing that comes with, you know, being in that world and being of service, like how do we separate and make that daily work that we do purposeful for us? Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people do their work hard for the accolades. I know a lot of people, well, I haven't been given a praise lately. And for the admins, I would want you to think about you get up and you do you for your personal brand of like, holy shoot, you know, Halani's the go-to. Go ask her. She's going to have an answer. And if not, she's going to know who has the answer. And your purpose is to represent you amazing, which, yes, happens to represent your executive amazing. And people know a good admin from an admin that's not purposeful and passionate. Each thing that crosses our path requires a different approach of purpose. Exactly. 
Each Is thing that, that crosses our path requires a different level of purpose. Right. So for most people, when I ask that question, do you want to live on purpose now? Their answer is, I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. That's the answer to a different question. Oh, sure. So I stay with them mm -hmm. until they answer, given what you know about the idea of purpose, would you want to live on purpose? Until they come to a yes or no, but I, I, no one has directly said no to mm -hmm. me about that. They've said yes. Mm -hmm. Some people have said no through their actions. But yes, I want to live on purpose. Then that next question is so obvious. What is it? And that discovery has to be made. So, you know, in, as you're looking at your role as an admin, what is the heartfelt intention, the, the, the true and authentic purpose that you're playing this role? So I'm going to let you ask me if I want to live on purpose and I'm going to answer you. Okay. Do you want to live on purpose now? I do. Yes. I and that. I know what my purpose is. Mm -hmm. And it's so powerful each and every time it happens and today in particular I gave two job offers for opportunities for two new people with two executive clients and my genuine purpose that gives me fire every day is being in the business of people first people intention positivity and as an admin those were the same things I was in the business of people my executive and his relationships there's something very powerful about knowing the purpose of when I get up. I'm like, today's going to be hard because something's going on, but it's going to be freaking great. And literally, minute by minute, things could change to where I did actually wake up this morning going, I don't fucking know how today's going to unfold, but we're just going to get through it. And, sure. and here I am ending my day with you. So I have one play to run all day. That's, yeah. the one, that's to be on purpose. Be on and purpose. the rest comes from there. Mm hmm so, so it may be difficult today, but I have the power mm -hmm. that I need to get through it because I know what my purpose is. Right. And it doesn't depend on anything except my being honest with myself about the authentic commitment and mm -hmm. desire to be as true to it as I can today. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow will be different. And tomorrow will be different. And that's the hard part. Some people have a difficult time like, wow, yesterday that worked. And I'm able to make the connection with my kids. Mm -hmm. You got to try the same exact mantra 10 times over before it clicks. Right. right? And it so means. taking that to a grown executive, he or she, trying the same thing 10 times over and now it clicks. Yep. That's where we talk a lot about managing up, which will definitely be another episode. So I want to make sure as we sort of think about taking things away from this wonderful conversation, clarity, comes from identifying thoughts, feelings, energy, and action. Mm -hmm. as and being well responsible as, for the ones I am responsible for and relinquishing responsibility for the ones I'm not responsible for. We are not, and this is the permission slip, which is where I was going to go, which yes. you've just added to it. The permission slip to not carry problems and strifes and struggles and shit from someone else's world yes unless yes you were a contributor to that shit because you booked the wrong middle seat you know in the bulkhead that's my action on the united flight that's my action i that, booked the wrong seat right so my action now has to be corrected yeah. but i'm telling you right now ladies and gentlemen if you use the energy of negativity you've just delayed time to correct the action right. so i adore you brother 
<laughs> Thank you for spending this time with me. I'm You're very welcome. excited that the conversation happened, that the timing worked out great to be together to do this. There's so much that's been all over this conversation that's thought-provoking, which, as I say, for those that know me, I want that a part of everyone's day. And um, thank you so much. You guys will be able to find in the show notes how to follow Mike and know what Mike's doing and stay on top of the things for being on purpose. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I don't even know where to begin. We covered so much thought-provoking, laughter, and just great conversation. Thanks so much for listening. Have an awesome day. Remember, you're the reason you get up every day and work as hard as you do. Do things for you, your executive, and your organization. And remember, it's all worth it.